And we are live, ladies and gentlemen. We are live on YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel. And I believe that we're live on the Comedy Schools Radio, Comedy Schools Radio Network.com. I think we're live there. <clears throat> In just a few seconds, we will also be live. Hold on, it puts a button on top of my button. Live on Facebook Live. And now we are. <clears throat> Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Tony Visick, and your name is whatever you want it to be. Uh, this is the show that we like to call Living on a Thin Line. Uh, we like to call it that because that's its name. Uh, and we come to you almost every, no, as a matter of fact, every except for one day at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time with your daily diversion from all the craziness, anxiety, and hoopla going on in the world today. And my word, isn't there a bunch of it? Um, my heart goes out to uh, the people of... Uh, Minnesota, the people of Minneapolis, uh, to the um, the uh, gentleman who uh, was uh, murdered uh, by a uh, police officer in Minneapolis. It is uh, it was heartbreaking. It's truly heartbreaking to see that video, and truly heartbreaking to see what's happened in that city. Um, at one time, that was a regular stop for me. I spent uh, many a week in Minneapolis, and have great fond memories of that city. Um, and uh, beyond that, I'm not an expert on any of this stuff. I just know that what happened to that man should happen to no one ever. No one ever. Um, what's gotten lost, I think, and I don't want to get all serious and stuff right now because uh, that's not what the show's about. But um, I was joking with a friend of mine who was a police officer one time, and he asked me, he said, um, well, do you respect the police? And I said, of course I do. I respect all of my employees. So I think what's gotten lost somewhere along the line over the number of years is that um, uh, not only does it, do the politicians work for us, okay, but the military works for us and the police work for us. This is a civilian-controlled civilian controlled country, ladies and gentlemen, and that those who uh, uh, make a living off of our tax dollars uh, are our employees. They work for us. Uh, I respect all my employees, and I certainly expect... Respect from them as well. Um, clearly, what we saw on that videotape in Minneapolis was uh, someone showing no respect for someone else's life. Uh, and uh, with all that we got going on in the world today, to see that was just uh, simply devastating. And then to see that uh, beautiful city uh, torn asunder in the way it is um, uh, made for a little rough night for me. But... Um, one of the reasons I do this show, ladies and gentlemen, is because we do have to contend with these things. We have to contend with, uh, we have to contend with uh, all the things going on in the world, with a, a epidemic, pandemic, uh, uh, financial turbulence, uh, unrest in the streets, and then we still, we still, ladies and gentlemen, have to persevere. We not only have to survive, we have to thrive. And what that means is that every once in a while we got to take a little break from it all. Anybody involved in any sort of creative endeavor. Uh, a writer in particular knows that every once in a while you got to get up from the table. You have to tell yourself you're going to sit there at the desk in front of that computer, in front of that typewriter for X amount of hours. But every once in a while you got to get up and walk away from it. Every once in a while you got to get uh, relax. You got to think about something else. You got to do something else so that when you return to your problem, you can solve your problem. So that's kind of what this show is dedicated to. Um, this show is built around three things, ladies and gentlemen. One, two, three, and that's why we are actually on three platforms. We are on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. For those of you who just want to listen, I mean, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to look at a 64-year-old man 
wearing a dirty blue uh, uh, Los Angeles Clippers hat. But uh, if you've decided that that's not uh, your cup of tea, then uh, you can uh, listen on ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. Uh, that's kind of where the show was born anyway. It was born out of a Friday morning podcast we used to do. And we switched to an everyday podcast with the uh, advent of the uh, uh, Corona quarantine. Um, but if you want to watch, you got two ways to watch. And one is on YouTube on the Comedy Schools channel. And that's a pretty nice shot when I look at it. I think that's a pretty cool looking shot. Or if you want to look on Facebook Live, we are here as well. Um, it's built around. So we're on three platforms. Shows built around three things. Interaction with you. You can make comments or ask questions here on Facebook Live or on the other two uh the other two platforms, and we will uh, comment back or answer them to the best of our ability, and we love doing that. Um, it's built around that. It's also built around me showing you some silly uh, uh, trinket or uh, novelty item that I have stashed here in the home office of ComedySchools.com in Maricopa, Arizona, uh, or uh, some memento I have or some autograph that I have that uh, reminds me of a better time and a better place. All right, uh, Glenn Roman says, are the Clippers still a team? The Clippers are a very good team right now, Glenn. That joke is about as old as, um, as uh, your set. So uh, 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 the Clippers have been contenders now for many, many years. Many, many years. Uh, uh, better than any basketball team in Denver right now, or in Colorado, I'd like to point out now, Mr. Glenn Roman. So uh, <clears throat> and right now, I don't know if any team is a team at all. But uh, I was talking with a young man today um, about basketball, and he's a big basketball fan and a big LeBron fan. And uh, LeBron is certainly a fantastic player and a fantastic human being from uh, everything that we see. And we were talking about how we both hope we'll be able to watch basketball this season. We both truly hope that. And that I won't mind if I'm watching an NBA game and there's no uh, – there's no attendees in the stands. And, and I love going to basketball games. Anybody who knows me goes, I go to anywhere between uh, 4 and 14 a year, uh, primarily at Staples Center in Los Angeles or here at U.S. Airways in Phoenix. I just love that game. You know, it's funny. Right as I start doing the uh, podcast, there's some, sort of, what's that cra- there's some sort of crazy construction or something going on outside. No? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know how lazy people have gotten during quarantine? Uh, they used to pick up the trash here on my street Wednesdays at 7 a.m. They now pick it up Fridays at 2. Everybody's gotten lazy. Anyway, we were talking about how we, would, uh, we wouldn't mind that, uh, even though I love going to see games. The majority of the games I've ever watched in my entire life have been on television, and if the NBA can work out a way for their players to be able to play safely, man, I will enjoy that. One of the reasons we do this podcast is because so many of the uh, entertainment distractions that we've had in life are not with us right now. There is uh, um, Trey Goodman. Oh, Trey Goodman, uh, our good friend and uh, talented director, producer, and writer, Trey Goodman, says the NBA is scheduled to restart July 31st. Darn, man. You know what? As long as you're able to do it safely, I think that's fantastic. Do we know anything about um, uh, if they'll be playing with fans in the stands or not, Trey? Um, they're going to, you know, things are starting to open up and I certainly hope that that works out for the best. Speaking of which, um, let me make a, a little shift here now, uh, on, uh, June 28th, about one month before the NBA officially restarts on July 31st, 
we will be doing a show at our good friend Tom Sims Comedy Club, Stir Crazy in Glendale at the Westgate Shopping Plaza, Stir Crazy Comedy Club. It's Tony Vizic and Friends. It will be uh, 7.30, July, June 28th. Tickets are already on sale at stircrazy.com. Tickets are 15 bucks. Uh, there'll be a limit on the number of patrons. I think it's either 40 or 45. So buy your tickets now. I will put on a wingding of a show for you. Um, also, this Sunday night, let me tell you what I got this Sunday night. You're going to love this. Uh, one of the one of the chestnuts we've been able to pull out of this horrific fire, uh, to use a metaphor, has been has been that uh, we have started doing uh, live shows on Zoom, meaning we could take what previously had only been available to people locally uh, at a local club at a local theater and give it to the world. And this Sunday night, I got a wing ding for you. I got a, I got a hoot nanny for you, my friends. This Sunday night. I do. Oh, Lord, it's going to be so good. Christopher Royer is going to be in the Zoom room. This Sunday night, Tony Vizic presents Sunday Night's Funnier with headliner Christopher Royer. Tickets are only 10 bucks. Okay, portions of the proceeds go to help local food banks. And you're going to see a great stand-up comedy show along with comics David John and John Ibrahim. But Christopher Royer is someone who I always thought should be able to break nationally. But he's remained in Phoenix for a lot of good reasons. Uh, remained in Phoenix for a lot of good reasons. And now because of the magic of Zoom, we're able to show them, show them to the world. So go to comedyschools.com, scroll to get tickets, click it, buy a $10 ticket. If you're quarantined with 20 people, all 20 you can watch for 10 bucks. You're by yourself, watch it for 10 bucks. Chris could put on a great show for you, a great stand-up comedy show, Sunday night, 7 p.m., comedyschools.com for tickets. Uh, Oris K-Man. A friend of mine who has a um, has his own podcast, okay, and I believe the podcast is called uh, uh, Old Guy Talks. Uh, I did an interview with him a couple days ago, and it's now up. And uh, uh, old guys talk to me. Old guys talk to me. I did. Uh, he was gracious enough to have me on his podcast, and we did a forty-five minute interview. Forty-five minutes uh, where we talked about a lot of great things, comedy. And you're going to be able to find that podcast at Old Guys Talk To Me. Old Guys Talk To Me. Uh, and if you look here, uh, Orist, if you want to tag me on my page with that, if you want to put it on my page, uh, do that because this will get lost once the show is over. Okay? Uh, if you want to put the link there and anybody wants to go ahead and listen. Uh, Orist is a great interviewer. I had a lot of fun doing the show. Um, I don't know if I had any insights about comedy, but... Man, did I go on and on about it for 45 minutes. So please, uh, please check that out. Also, I had a great conversation today with our, our old friend here in, uh, in Greater Phoenix, Jeff Rawls, for many years ran Jester's Comedy, one of the premier improv groups, not only in this city, but in this state and in the Southwest. He's starting a new website called FunEnetworks, F-U-N-E Networks.com that uh, is dedicated to uh, all things comedy, stand-up, sketch, and improv. Please check out that website. It's a subscription-based website. There is a preview. There is a trial. But anything Jeff Rawls does is quality. And if you're looking for ways to be entertained, he's got it for you. Okay? All right. So that was all the promos. That was all the commercials. So what have I got here to show you silly and stupid? Um, When we started doing this podcast, we started out by showing you bobbleheads. (coughs) <coughs> excuse me, bobbleheads. 
Now, I claim that I don't collect bobbleheads, but my grandson, after we had both been socially distanced for enough time that uh, it would be okay, came over and visited, and uh, he looked and he goes, no, I think you collect bobbleheads. And he's eight, and eight-year-olds are honest. And uh, since then, I've been collecting more and more. So uh, that was the first knick-knack or trinket or goofy thing we were showing people on the podcast because bobbleheads are funny. And I got another one. Here it is. There it is. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. There you go. There you go. Look at that. I like them because when you hit them, their little heads bounce. Uh, some heads have better bounce than others. I prefer the ones with good head bounce. These, like I hit it and you know, it barely bounces. But it's a, so it's not really a bobblehead. It's not even a wobblehead. I don't know what it is. But it is. And this is Paul Solo from the Arizona Diamondbacks. This was on uh, D-backs Star Wars Day. So this was a player for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Might still be a player for the Arizona Diamondbacks for all I know. Okay. Dressed up as Hans Solo. Hans Solo for Arizona D-backs Diamond Day. It's part of my now ever-growing bobblehead collection. Uh, everybody should own at least one bobblehead. And having a part of your house where you can walk by and just kind of flick the head and watch it bobble. It'll make you feel good. I now have maybe 15 or 20 bobbleheads. And by the way, all, all of you out there in living on a thin line land, if you happen to run across a Mo from the Three Stooges bobblehead, I'm, I need it. I need it. I've got to have it. Okay? I've got Larry and I've got Curly. Don't send me no Shemps. Don't send me no Joe Doritas. But if you run across, if you run across a Mo bobblehead and you want to send it to me, you're doing me solid, brother. Do me solid if you do that. Make me feel good. <laughs> so here's your bobblehead of the day, Paul Solo from the Arizona Diamondbacks, dressed as Han Solo. Because I think, his, what was his real name? Shirley, you looked it up yesterday. Paul, she doesn't remember. Okay, all right. All right, fine. So uh, um, uh, anyway, that's your bobblehead for the day, okay? Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, what do we got here? Uh, something. He said he's a Pee Wee Herman lookalike. Could be. Could be a Pee Wee Herman lookalike. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hello, Shelly Austin. Hello, Colleen Pirtle. Uh, let's see if I got any comments here that I missed. Um, Trey Goodman says, Jeff is awesome and funny. Jeff Rawls. Yes, he is. Uh, we got a lot of funny people on here today. What is it again? Solo Teroff. Teroff. Solo Teroff. Paul Solo Teroff. So he went out then as Paul Solo, hand Solo, on uh, D-Back Star Wars Day. And it was brought to you by um, a uh, cable company here in town. But it's a pretty cool bobblehead because it's a ball player dressed up like a Star Wars character. Okay. Now, you know what? I, I, I scrolled back far enough to see Glenn Romans. Um... See his rude comment about the LA Clippers, and that that hurts me, Glenn. You you hurt me. Uh, Angela Fox says I have a bobblehead collection too. No more though. So Angela, I don't know if that means that you had a bobblehead collection, you got rid of it, or if you have one and you're not getting any more because they do take up space. You know, you get the boxes, you keep in boxes, but what's the point then? People are collecting, it could be worth money. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, this one cost me less than three bucks cost me less than three bucks so whoever got this the night they got it at an arizona diamondbacks game and that is the cool thing about it somebody was attending a ball game probably with their kids and it was bobblehead night and they got it for their kids maybe the kid grew up and said i don't want it anymore and it ended up getting sold to a secondhand store and now it's in my possession 
but it did not accrue in massive value. These things have value emotionally for the memories. Years from now, I'll look back on doing this podcast and remember how I started it. I'll look back on this podcast and remember how I started it and remember what it meant to me and what it meant to me that you guys all tuned in and watched. And I'll think of it when I'm digging through somewhere and I find a bobblehead in some garage, in the garage now, buried under a bunch of stuff. Go, oh, wow. That meant something at the time. Oh, Angela Fox says, no, Mo. No, you are no Mo, though. No Mo, though. I get it. I have a bobblehead collection, too. No Mo, though. Angela Fox says, no Mo. Um, I'm going to do a public service announcement real quick. This is important for all you guys to know. Uh, and then I'm going to get to uh, the music that I'm going to recommend today. Uh, the latest tactic politically on social media, you know, the things are going a little crazy on social media right now because some people on social media are upset because the social media um, uh, sites will then say uh, this, uh, this tweet uh, glorifies violence or this one uh, is uh, factually challenged. And uh, there's a big stink about it. But the latest thing uh, from uh, a lot of people now, uh, conservatives and right-wing people, are to uh, uh, report your posts. The slightest thing. The slightest thing. So be wary of that. It's one of the reasons why, uh, for years, I never deleted anyone. And I, I, uh, and uh, uh, wide, wide, wide points of view. I have good friends that are on here right now that have very divergent political point of view, points of view for me, but they're my friends. But there are people now that are making it a cottage industry to go through your site and find something and then report it in the hopes to get you kicked off social media or suspended. So be aware of that. That's my, that is my, um, that is my, uh, uh, whatever you would call it, my public service announcement for the day. Uh, hello, Abhinav. Took a soda break. Took a soda break. So be, please be careful of that. Uh, Abhinav, have you had any post reported? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I had a post reported. Okay? I made a snide comment about some guy who was uh, 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 attacking everybody on a, on a particular thread. And I made a snide comment about his appearance. And it got reported. And, uh, and, and it stuck, even though, I, um, even though I appealed it. So, and then uh, on the same thread, I saw that uh, this individual had actually uh, done the same thing with several people. And today on one of my threads, someone said that uh, a cartoon they had put up had been reported. Obviously, it was decided that it didn't go against community standards because it stayed up. But you want to keep uh, one eye open now, ladies and gentlemen. We know that it's a free exchange of ideas. And we know that uh, hate speech is verboten. Uh, we know that, but there's a cottage industry right now of people reporting people's posts in the hopes to get them kicked off social media. So be aware. Be aware. Uh, Kevin Brown said, you already know, LOL. And it's right, I already told you guys. All right, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to get to the music before we wrap up today. And I got two doozies to recommend to you right here. One, a man who's been lost, or lost in, in, as the years have gone by, who was extremely popular at one time, some questioned the level of his talent. Some said that he piggybacked on a lot of things. But I loved the guy when I was a kid. Uh, I loved his songs. Only later on did I find out many of his songs had been written by somebody else. But here he is, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not a great album cover. But uh, I want to talk about this guy. And this guy is Johnny Rivers. This is Johnny Rivers. Now, Johnny Rivers, for many years before the rock era in the uh, early and mid-60s, 
on the Sunset Strip was uh, the house band, led the house band at the Whiskey A Go-Go. If you really think about it, Whiskey A Go-Go is not really a hippie uh, name. If you know anything about those subcultures, it was more of a, a swinging 60s kind of name. The Whiskey A Go-Go, the legendary Whiskey A Go-Go in the Sunset Strip. For years, Johnny, Win- Johnny Rivers, uh, his band was the house band there. And he had a, a song that came out in like 1965. It was a massive hit. That was the theme song to a television show that I loved when I was a kid called Secret Agent Man. And his song, Secret Agent Man, they're giving you a number and taking away your name, was just the coolest song ever. He also did a great version of Memphis by Chuck Berry, Brown Eyed Handsome Man by Chuck Berry. Uh, he did Silver Threads and Golden Needles uh, before Linda Ronstadt, I believe. Uh, he did a version of a whole lot of shake going in, in, mid, in the midnight hour. Uh, his other big hit, he had a big hit with Memphis, uh, Baby, I Need Your Lovin', which was a Holland, Dodge, oh, oh, Holland Dozier Holland song, and those were the guys that wrote the first 10 hits for the Supremes, but uh, Johnny Rivers had a huge hit with it, uh, and that's on here. He also, on this album, does a version of Whiter Shade of Pale, the Procol Harum song. Johnny Rivers had a string of big hits, on the radio, and then by the late 60s, early 70s, he was beginning to fade, uh, was considered a relic. Um, I will tell you, in the um, in the uh, early 80s, he played a place called Club Lingerie, down in a not-hip part of the strip, all the way down in Hollywood, a place where Jack Mack and the Heart Attack was the house band, and uh, in a drunken, coked-out stupor. Uh, my brother and I uh, went to see him there, and it was uh, it was a great night. Because even though it was well past his time, and he had had some health problems, I also think he got the hell beat out of him one time by uh, mobsters. Although I'm not sure about that. Um, he kind of uh, he kind of uh, disappeared. Thank you, Cricket Gills is great class yesterday. By the way, it's not too late. If you guys ever thought about doing stand up comedy, we got a great stand up comedy workshop going for you guys. Uh, this coming Thursday, a week from yesterday, it's class two of the beginning workshop, but I'm still willing to allow people to uh, join and attend. If you ever thought about doing stand-up comedy and you'd like to learn in a real positive environment, go to comedyschools.com. But check out Johnny Rivers. Check out uh, uh, and, uh, Maybelline. Uh, and uh, what was the other song I liked by him? Help me information. My number, please. Memphis. It is Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee. Okay, so uh, check that out. But you know what? Put in YouTube secret agent, man. And you'll hear pre-rock, pre-psychedelic rock and roll that that existed in that space between when the Beatles started and the late 60s rock movement, which became is now known as classic rock. There was that space inhabited by Johnny Rivers, inhabited by the Wee Five, inhabited by the Bo Brummels. Uh, Check it out. Fascinating music. You'll enjoy him a lot. So, I would be wrong, and it kind of ties into what's going on in the world today, if I did not recommend this man. Because without this man, none of these other people, I point over here because there's like a couple hundred albums right over here. None of these, you know what? You can kind of see it on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, all right? None of these other people would exist. None of these albums would get made without this man right here. Who are we talking about? Some of you already know just by looking. This is Charles Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry, St. Louis's own Chuck Berry. 
And this is the album. The name of this album is Johnny Be Good. Johnny Be Good. And on this album, this was an original album, but this was not an original issue. This was originally issued on Mercury Records. That was on Pickwick, uh, which kind of brought out Mercury, I think. Here's what's on this album. What's on this album is the birth of rock and roll. On this album are the songs that later on launched 10,000 other songs. Johnny Be Good, Memphis, Tennessee, Roll Over Beethoven, Sweet Little 16, School Days, Side B, Maybelline, Reelin' and Rockin', Rock and Roll Music, and Back in the USA. I'm so glad I'm living in the USA. So um, right here, you have the songs that launched 100,000 songs. Chuck Berry, the original rock and roller. Some people say that uh, Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock was the very first rock and roll song, but real rock and roll was created by Chuck Berry. Some, you could argue Little Richard, you know, in a combination. But without Chuck, the guitar craze that took over pop music for decades would have never existed. So if you don't know Chuck Berry... Or you've never sit down and listen to a group of Chuck Berry songs. YouTube, Johnny B. Good, Memphis, Rollover Beethoven. There's not a song here I can't recommend. Sweet Little 16, School Days, Up in the Morning and Off to School. Maybelline, oh Maybelline. Reeling and Rockin', Reeling and Rockin', Roll Until the Break of Dawn. Rock and Roll Music and Back in the USA. Man, any of those songs and just start listening to and watching Chuck Berry. Watch that incredible duck walk that he used to do when he played. The guy was a showman. The guy was a rocker. Um, he fell on hard times later on in life. Uh, or let me say that he got into a lot of trouble later on. Late in life, he didn't. As I understand it from my friends in St. Louis, that uh, towards the end of his life, when he was in his 80s, he'd wander around to bars down in the Soulard District of St. Louis. A great district, by the way. And uh, sit in with bands and stuff. Um... He was known uh, at one point in the 70s, he played a lot of colleges, and he would get off the plane just with his guitar. They'd call him up and go, uh, okay, what do you want? And he goes, well, I want this much money. And they go, well, you want to come in a day before? He goes, and you're going to have to get me a band. And they get going to come in and rehearse. And he'd go, rehearse? He goes, you find a band. He goes, they know. He'll go, well, don't, they might not know your songs. He goes, they know Chuck Berry songs. That's how they learn how to play, playing Chuck Berry songs. And his deal was, when he got off the plane, and I think the number was 10000 they had to be waiting for them who hired him with a suitcase with $10,000 in it. And if when he got off that plane, if you didn't have that suitcase, he got back on the plane. He'd fly in, him and his guitar, hour before the gig, go, plug in, look around the band, go, all right, sweet little 16, let's go. Wheel to the audience and play and expect the band to keep up with him. Chuck Berry went through a lot of stuff in his life. And one of the things he went through was uh, he was uh, thrown in jail. At the height of his popularity, he was thrown in jail. And he was thrown in on a trumped-up charge. Uh, there was an act called the Mann Act that said it was against the law to take a woman across state lines for immoral purposes. And it supposedly he had a woman with him, and they went from one state to another state and went to a hotel and made love, and he was thrown in jail for that. It was the government, it was the culture, it was society going, we're not going to have some black guy on our television, on our radio, dancing around all crazy and singing about rock and roll and disrupting our youth, and they threw him in jail. 
I don't know what that feels like to know that you've been unjustly put in prison. But we did it to one of the greatest icons of pop music. They wanted to destroy rock and roll back in those days. That's why they destroyed uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. That's kind of why they, uh, the story was that uh, Little Richard was blackmailed because of his uh, sexuality, shoving Elvis into the army inexplicably. All those things to try to destroy that. But you could not destroy, you could not destroy the energy and optimism of America and the sound of America is our music. And we keep, we keep reinventing our music all the way, going all the way back as far as Scott Joplin and Ragtime, which was the rock and roll of its day, to Benny Goodman and Duke Ellington and all those guys that created swing music in the 40s, all the way up to the jazz giants like Miles Davis and John Coltrane, right into the rock and roll era with Chuck Berry and Jerry Lewis and Little Richard and Elvis, into the rock era where the English had to come back and go, you forgot all these songs. These are songs that uh, were made in America that you, you forgot to listen to. And feed us back our music all the way up through the, the outlaw country music of Willie and Waylon, all the way into the rap music, all the way into what the Dr. Dre and Tupac does, and we just keep doing it. We just keep doing it. And we do it with comedy, too. America's greatest export is our pop culture, is our fun. That's what America's about, is fun. And sometimes you got to take a little break from fun and get a little safe. And that's what we're doing right now, okay? But there's still ways to have parties, all right? And uh, one of the ways I have a little party every day is by doing this show and just let myself uh, wax poetic and go on and on and on. Hope I didn't bore you. Uh, another way that I have fun is uh, with the show I got coming up this Sunday. Tony Vizic presents Sunday Night's Funnier. Christopher Royer, only 10 bucks. Tickets available at ComedySchools.com. You'll love Chris Royer. You'll be glad you caught the show. Please buy a ticket. Support local food banks. Support these local comics. That's it for the day. I got to go. I got to go. I will be back tomorrow with our special edition, our Saturday night 7 p.m. show. So uh, I expect to see all of you back tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. I got more bobbleheads. I got more albums. I got more stuff I love talking to you about. Take care. Bye-bye.